Hey everybody, what's up? Yeah, it's uh, late, if you will. But I wanted to come on here, give you my thoughts on what's been uh, going on. Most importantly, what's going on with WrestleMania. Seeing as though WrestleMania is an event that I do watch and review, and if not live react to, uh, as much as I can when I watch it every year. You know, a lot of people are wondering, you know, what was going to happen. I mean, pretty much the writing was on the wall on the wall that WrestleMania was not going to happen in Tampa. Despite the fact that I think Tampa and Florida may not have the highest rate when it comes to this situation as I call it. But still it's like you don't want to take any chances. And it seems that nobody, not even our own president, knows what's going on because you know at first, you know, he's like Okay, it's not that big of a deal. We'll be okay. And now all of a sudden he's had this 180 of a tone. Like, yeah, you know, we need to take it seriously. But I think even he doesn't know the honest answer. And I think that's what's freaking people out. That he's that not just the media, you know, is overhyping this, you know, situation. But also the fact that our own president is not getting direct answers or direct truthful answers. And I think that's what's fearful. Although there are a lot of facts that people pointed out. People have pointed out a lot of facts of, hey, look what's happening in China right now. Look what's happening in other places where this was a big deal, and now they're starting to get back to normal. Things are getting back to normal. And people might say, well, take a look at the month range. You know, November, December, January, February, March. That was like five months or four and a half months. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a process, there's no doubt about it, but they were slowly getting back to normal. And when you take a look at, and if you look at it from our perspective, I mean, China's one of the bigger countries in the world, right? You know, take a look at us, you know, Jan what was it, like February, March, April, May, June, you know, people are looking at you on May at the most. And that might be a realization that if it took four and a half months to kind of start getting things back to normal, then it might do the same here, maybe shorter. I mean, already you got um, reports as of yesterday that a woman volunteered in Seattle to be the first American, if not first of many, to be tested for the vaccine to fight this. And I believe that vaccine is going to be a success. I really do. And there's reports that other countries are coming up with vaccines. Uh, you know, San Diego State, I think, is working with Duke University with, you know, to try to, you know, a lab in San Diego State is trying to work with Duke University to try to get a vaccine going. So a lot of stuff is happening that's not really being talked about. And I don't think it's being transmitted to our leader, our president, because what I notice is that even though this Dr. Fushuni, or Fukuni, Dr. Fushun, or whatever his name is, uh, even though him and the president may agree on some things, it's like the president could say one thing that would sound positive, and then the doctor comes around and shoots it down, or shoots, or says something completely opposite and tries to shoot it down. So, I think that's what's confusing is they don't know who to believe. But honestly, when we look at the restrictions we're getting, which is like two, three weeks, a month. I think we can make the best of it. I think we can. I think we just have to look at the fact that things are not going to be the same for a while, and that after this two, to, after these two, three weeks, months ordeal, if you will, basically three weeks here, um, 
uh, these next three weeks here where I'm at, uh, things will start slowly getting back to normal. I, I don't think, because the one thing I want people to look at is the key words of, you know, the CDC is recommending. They're not ordering. They're not saying, you stay in your house, you do this. No, they're recommending it. And, you know, a lot of people will take that recommendation into in, into serious consideration, but there will be some that will be like, look, we understand the seriousness of this. We get it. You know, a lot of people aren't sure how, what this is going to do. But we're not going to live in fear. We're going to go out and live our lives as normal as we can be. And that's it. So, yeah, they're, they're not going to back off. Basically, there are going to be people that take these recommendations. They will consider them. They might take them seriously. They might go by them. But there will be some that will be like, yeah, we understand the recommendations. We understand the proposal. But we're going to continue living our lives, and we're going to do what we feel is best to keep ourselves protected. That's about it. So, I think basically everybody is looking at the same thing that myself and my family looks at. And that is, this is getting overhyped. This is getting overblown. Not that we're saying that in jest. Nobody is saying that in jest. We're just saying, look, you know, maybe, maybe you need to chill a bit. Yes, you know, you need to take it seriously, but don't go crazy. Just... You know, wait and see what happens because you never know what's going to happen in the next few days. You know, Trump may hear about the vaccine working and say, okay, you know, this is what we need. Let's get the ball rolling and there you go. Uh, so we'll wait. So we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But I guarantee you, once the word gets out that the vaccine is probably working, that's when maybe a lot of these restrictions will loosen up a little bit and maybe gatherings will go from being less of 20, 10, 25 to maybe more. Because at least people know, hey, we got a vaccine uh, that's available that's going to help us. So, we'll have to wait and see. And that's the big thing. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but let's talk about WrestleMania for, example, for, for a moment as I uh, check my battery life here for a second, guys. Hold on. Okay, I'm pretty good right now. But, you know, let's talk about WrestleMania for a second, guys. Oh, for a moment. You know, like I said, the big... You know, like everybody's been talking about, from Brian Zane to, you know, Brian Zane of Wrestling with Regret, to Don Tony and Kevin Castle, to uh, Wrestling to uh, Wrestling Inc. and um, you know, just Alex, FKA Deluxe Man, to Good Mike with Greg Morgan, Jason Solomon, Solomon still sounds off, uh, Jeff Meacham, Aaron Rift of NoDQ.com, Jeff Meacham again. Same Jeff Meacham of NoDQ.com, but of Jeff Meacham Podcast Network. You know, of Talk Wrestling. PWR, which made a return finally tonight. Pro Wrestling Report. Many of these people um, have been, uh, even ESPN. ESPN's been talking about in Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Everybody's been talking about the news that broke yesterday. And that news is that WrestleMania is going to be happening as scheduled, but at the Performance Center in front of an empty a empty crowd. In other words, nobody except the personnel that needs to be there to run the cameras, you know, and all that to, you know, run the cameras, put the ring together, you know, all that. That's the essential personnel. And it's going to feel kind of weird. weird. I will agree with people on that. It's going to feel different. It's going to feel... And even... Oh, yeah, and I forgot to mention JD from NY206, a guy that's you know, at times critical of WWE, and rightfully so, uh, even he said it's going to be unique 
and it's going to be kind of a weird if you will but as I was saying Wrestlemania is going to go off as planned but in front of an empty crowd at the Performance Center uh, and I <laughs> I'll put it this way. I understand why WWE is doing this. I understand why they're doing this. I understand that, um, you know, they literally have no choice. It was either this or Tampa was going to pull the plug and basically cancel Mania. And then, then what? You know, you lose out on a lot of money. You know, I think JD, JD from uh, Off the Script said it best. You know, Vince McMahon, you may like, you may... You know, you may or may not agree with some of his decisions and all that, but he is a businessman. And Vince obviously knew that this was probably going to happen and that he either finds a way to still make money off this or he has to either postpone it or cancel it. And, you know, a lot of people were more in favor of postponing it till later, but then again, what the one thing that JD of Off the Script pointed out, because you know JD works on occasions for House of Glory Wrestling, um, he pointed out that basically that would be hard to do, seeing as though Vince probably already has a lot of bookings in a lot of other arenas in the next several months that may get sold out with people finally gathering together after this whole pandemic, uh, whatever you want to call it, passes over or starts settling down. So, you know, J.D. knows from experience that it'll probably be hard for someone like a Vince McMahon to do that. And, you know, like I said, he may, you know, criticize the guy and what he's doing with the company, you know, at times when it comes to Raw and SmackDown and the talent, but at least he does respect the fact that, you know, Vince is a businessman. A businessman that knows, hey, I either got to do this one way or another or I'm not, or I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose out financially. So yeah, it's a it's a so yeah, it's a big change. It is a big change, and I'm sure it's one that not just Vince but the talent do not like, but they're going to go through with it. I mean, I can only imagine you know someone like Brock Lesnar not not liking the idea that oh my God, I got to go in front of an empty audience. But then again, hopefully Paul Heyman reminds Brock of wait a minute, Brock, you competed in in front of less than fifty people in OVW. So, around 50 people or more in OVW at the TV tapings. I think you can compete. I think you can handle competing and jobbing, maybe, if they still plan to do it, uh, to somebody in front of an empty audience. You know, it would make a little bit more sense, I guess. I don't know. But I can only imagine how guys like Lesnar and Goldberg are feeling about this. Like, wait a minute, so you put the belts on us to drop them in front of nobody? <laughs> you know, uh, whatever. Uh, the only the only audience they're going to have is basically those. Excuse me. The, the only audience they're going to have is those watching on the WWE Network and pay per view, and that's it. Nobody else. Unless unless within the next week or two, and this is the one thing Brian Zane brought up. Within the next week or two, you know things change, and maybe they'll maybe if the vaccine testing comes back positive, maybe that'll give the green light to at least, or the yellow light to kind of lift up or loosen up on some of the restrictions. You know, in other words, the gatherings could, like I said earlier, increase back to maybe being 10, maybe 25, 50, maybe even 100. You know, so that, you know, at least perhaps what could happen is if that does, does occur, and I'm not saying it would, 
WWE could say, hey, they've loosened the restrictions a little bit. We can have more. Pe- we can actually get an audience in here. It may not be the audience we want, but let's do it. Let's try to get some tickets. You know, you know, get some tickets sold at the last minute, and they probably would. They probably would try to do something like that. But then again, we're not really sure. Not really sure exactly what um, is going to. But then again, we're not all sure what's going to happen within the next week or two. But I look at the timeline that a lot of these restrictions have been given, this two to three weeks deal. I think we know a lot sooner exactly what WWE could potentially do if, you know, things get better, which I believe they will. By the grace of God, they're going to get better. You know, um, you know, we'll just see what they do. But, you know, a lot of people look at this and say, this is, this is bad. You know, a lot of people, there are a lot of people that look at this and they say the WWE should have just postponed. They should have waited. Waited. They should have maybe worked something out with Tampa Bay. You know, you know, Raymond James Stadium didn't have nothing to do in May or June. Hey, still have mania there. And I'm not saying that that's not, I'm not saying that's not the case. You know, I'm not saying that they couldn't have done that. But. You know, you're talking about rescheduling a lot of stuff and losing out on money potentially that you could have made then um, to a time that maybe would suit better. But again, Vince has all these contractual obligations to all these other venues that may or may not have to be postponed or scheduled later on. I mean, there's a lot of events, you know, like here in California, you got Coachella that was originally slated for this month and next month. And it's got to be pushed back to October. You know, both events that are you know associated with it have to be pushed back to October, just so you know this whole thing could pass and everything. Um, but to me, I look at I look at this whole WWE thing. I look at this basically as being being like a learning experience for WWE because. Lately, because of what's been going on, and even because what's not been going on, you know, they've had to rely on the Performance Center. I think, what is this, the fourth or fifth time they've broadcasted from the Performance Center? I mean, they did Halftime Heat. They did the recent episode of NXT because Full Sail was booked for something else. And then they did SmackDown, and now they did Raw. I think this is a learning experience that WWE has to look at uh, the Performance Center as being, well, basically their ECW arena. Plain and simple. They have to look at it as being not just a training facility, but looking at it as being their ECW arena. Because, let's remember, let's, let's look back at ECW. ECW would probably, probably had a lot of times where they had to reschedule or relocate a lot of the events that they uh, had booked elsewhere, like in Queens or Miami or wherever, you know, Daytona. There may have been a lot of times that, you know, Daytona, did, uh, uh, not Daytona, but Dayton, you know, like Dayton and, you know, uh, like I said, uh, Queens and Miami and all that. There probably have been times where they had to reschedule or relocate those events back to the ECW arena because of circumstances, either financial or it uh, coincided with another event 
stuff like that. So I think this is a, a learning curve for WWE to be like, okay, you know, we may not be able to, you know, have a show at a certain venue. What do we do? I know. Let's relocate back to the Performance Center. That's going to be, to me, this is going to be a learning curve for them to be looking at that as being the option B in case something comes up. And that's going to be the option B for a while. Uh, again, I think it's going to be for at least up until mid-April to the 1st of May at the latest from what a lot of people are saying. And that may and that may all change. Like I said, it all depends on the outcome of the vaccine, what the new spring weather is going to do in the next you know, starting on Thursday, although here it'll still be a little colder, but it'll pick up. You know, here and elsewhere, it's gonna one. It's gonna make you wonder because our president, according to my mom, uh, what she said, uh, he pointed out that it's gonna wash out of us, and I'm guessing that refers to you know, with the warmer weather, it's gonna whatever germs we have, if we have that situation within us, is going to sweat, be sweated out or something. I don't know. Um. But overall, um, WrestleMania being being in this kind of situation it, again, it, to me, it's a learning, it's a it's a it's a lesson. It's a lesson for WWE to be like, look, you know, we're not always going to be able to get what we want. So what do we do? Was just rely on what we have. And again, they're going to have to probably start looking at the Performance Center as their version, the modern day version of the ECW arena. Heck, you take a look at Dory Funk. In his eye-banging television, and it emanates from the same place he trains his wrestlers. So um, it, it would make so you know WWE having to do this wouldn't be the first time, and it won't, probably won't be the last. Um, but I'll definitely tell you this: <laughs> I'll definitely tell you this. Vince is going to make sure that not only does he have a location for let's say WrestleMania lockdown, like next year he's got SoFi Stadium in Hollywood slash Inglewood, California locked up. But that uh basically he has the performance center or some kind of smaller venue nearby maybe booked up as well for Mania just in case something else happens. So you know it all it all depends. It all depends on what exactly occurs um in the in the near future but for me honestly i think this is all a learning curve i think this is all you know just something that we're going to have to you know basically learn that you know learn a lesson with you know learn a lesson you know along with you know that sometimes plans change and there's not really much you can do about it you know there's a lot of independent wrestling promotions, like Brian Zane pointed out in his review, his raw review, that have to postpone or cancel because of this. WrestleCon being the biggest, um, but hopefully you'll be able to bounce back from that. Them in high spots, um, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a different it's a different environment. Honestly, it really is, and it's going to be a unique show. I mean. You know, again, maybe they might be be able to get an audience in there if things you know change within the next few weeks. You know, maybe with like the vaccine tests coming back positive, which I believe, by the grace of God, they will. So, and if that happens, I've got a feeling Trump may say, "Hey, look, governors, you know, whatever, uh, you can 
loosen up the restrictions now because we got a good vaccine. So who knows? Uh, but it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see how WrestleMania is presented. Because I guarantee you one thing. A lot of these wrestlers are going to look back at this on this night. Especially those in those featured matchups like Reigns and Goldberg, Lesnar and McIntyre, and Taker and Styles, and Cena and Wyatt. You know, they're going to look, you know, and Becky and Blake, Becky and Shayna, you know, they're going to look back at this and be like, yeah, that was something, <laughs> you know, that was something. But, you know, let's not forget one thing, you know, we may discredit Vince for going on with the show after Owen fell to his death in Kansas City, which I was living in Kansas at the time, and I found this out on the news. Um... Oskaloosa, Kansas, that is. So, yeah, he still went on with the show then. He still went on with the show the night afterwards as a tribute to Owen. He still went on with the show live several days after 9-11. He still went on with the show, and I'm surprised nobody's bringing this up, after Jerry Lawler had a heart attack on a live edition of Raw, and for the time being was pronounced dead before they used the shock treatment to bring him back. And they proceeded with Raw in silence. In other words, no commentary. So, I will agree that if you think Vince is going to, as Deluxe Man, or just Alex, I should say, and others have pointed out, is going to lay down for, you know, postponement or something like that, then you got another thing coming. So, the only time this guy has ever canceled anything was when Benoit did what he did. And that's because I think Benoit was scheduled for Raw or something like that. And also the fact that it happened on the day of a pay-per-view, on the weekend of the Night of Champions pay-per-view. And it hit really close to home for everybody in that company. Then nobody could emotionally work, work because of what happened. I mean, true, they didn't know the truth the realization of what happened until later on but it's like nobody could emotionally work so that was the only time he ever cancelled anything was because of that all the other times like I've mentioned and others have mentioned he kept moving on he just marched forward so if you think he was going to let something like this situation ruin his chances of having Wrestlemania on April 5th you know <laughs> you have to be uh, be kidding yourself because you knew that was not going to happen. But, yeah, WrestleMania is indeed happening. It is. It's happening, and um, it's going to be unique. It's going to be fun. I'll put it this way. It's going to be a unique experience. And it's going to be, a, I'll, I'll say this, it's going to be a unique and entertaining experience. And if they can get an audience, hopefully with things lighten up and get better over the next few weeks, more power to them. But uh, we'll have to wait and see, as I say in my videos. But let me know what your guys' thoughts on WrestleMania being relocated to the PC Center with no audience as of right now, although things could change. And what are your thoughts? Do you think he, do you think it should have been postponed owned or something? Let me know. Comment down below. I'd like to hear what you guys have to say about it. And I am out.